Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, this is your Freedom Coach, Dawn Scott Damon, and I want to thank you for joining me again tonight. I had a great time in the studio with the sisterhood. Shelly Beach and Wanda Sanchez, and just a few days ago, we began recording, and a spontaneous conversation broke out, and I'm going to share that with you tonight. It was just a great time, and I want to bring you in on the conversation, but before we go to that broadcast, I want to share a scripture with you. It's found in Ephesians 3, verse 16, and I'm going to read it from the New Living Testament. It says, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources. He will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts. As you trust in him, your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. That's a verse that I'm working on right now to memorize. I know it in the NIV, but I really like that version that God's unlimited resources are available for you and me, and that out of those unlimited resources that are available, God wants to empower us with inner strength. We can do a lot of things, especially as we face a new year. We're probably plotting out our new exercise program and how many pounds we need to lose, and we're thinking about the goals that we want to reach and all the things that will require our human effort and our willpower But God's power will take you so much further than your willpower ever could. I know for me that's certainly true. I I can't get very far without God. I try a lot of things and I end up saying, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to do it again Monday. And that's okay because I believe in baby steps. But I need God's power to strengthen me. I need inner strength. And then my roots will go down deep into God's love. I know that being rooted and established in love is so important because, you know, when we're not rooted, we can just blow around like a tumbleweed, just blown here and there by everything, every fad, every trend, every emotion, every fear. It's like we have no foundation or no anchor for our soul. Well, God's love is the foundation. God's love is is the soil that our roots can go down deep and we can be firmly planted in him as he pours out into us with unlimited resources, his power and his strength. And then we'll be able to understand, although we fully can't grasp it ever, that the Bible says his love, how wide, how deep, how high, how long his love is for us. And I know when I know God's love, I live differently. I think differently. I behave differently. I share differently. I talk differently. When I'm convinced of God's love for my life, I just act different. I act free and loved, and I live loved. And I'm not worried about you. I don't have to be insecure. I'm not hating. I'm not insecure and jealous and backbiting because I'm I'm rooted in God's love. What can man do to me? What can anyone do to me when I'm trusting in God's love? It just really squelches fear. It just conquers and demolishes the fear and the stronghold that the enemy can get in our heart and our life. 
So I hope that encourages you. Ladies, I love to see how God is working in your life and moving in your life. And I hope you'll take time. Uh, I hear from some of you, and I thank you for that. I'd love to hear from a lot more of you. And you can go check out my blog. It's called Freedom Girl Sisterhood. Dot com, And I really believe that we are a sisterhood, that we need each other to accomplish all the things that God has called us to do. I can't do it by myself. I don't want to do it by myself. God put us in a family for a reason that we would lean on and need each other. And I need my sisters in the Lord. I also want to let you know that there on that website you'll find information about other broadcasts, podcasts, preaching and teaching. And you'll see a little bit about our new church tribes church we're located on 6070 cuts hill drive but that's right off of northland drive in north grand rapids just 10 minutes from downtown i'd love to have you come on out and join us now i think that you will be blessed as you stay stay tuned and listen to the spontaneous broadcast that i had with shelly and wanda the freedom girl sisterhood the yeah. girls are in the house. Yay! <laughs> I am with Shelly Beach and Wanda Sanchez. You guys want to give a shout out and send some love? Hey, love out to you people. This is Wanda. Hey, ladies. <laughs> we're so glad to be with you this afternoon. This is Shelly. So last week, you guys, we were talking about uh, Thanksgiving coming up and how we were going to survive with some of those difficult people. How was your Thanksgiving? Wonderful. Just wonderful. <laughs> you have a good time, Wanda. <laughs> Did um, you burn anything? It was I, it's an unforgettable meal. <laughs> Delicious. Yes, amen. Well, now is where we turn our attention to, okay, we've got to get through the Christmas holidays, and I can't wait to hear how many people are going to start their new eating program. Do you have an eating program that you're going to start in January? I started yeah. one already, so, yeah. Yeah, good. You know, um, yeah, tell me. Let me just tell you something. Yeah. There's a, a, a thing we've been doing that really is really cool. Actually, we've just started doing it. Um, and it really, really helps. Uh, we've started to order off the menu before we get there. Oh. So we don't have to open the menu when we're there. Oh. Yeah, Where like, is there? Like a restaurant or wherever you're yeah, going? Well, for instance, like Wanda really likes pancakes. So if we're going to IHOP or a restaurant like that, or any place that really mm-hmm. we think will be mm-hmm. tempted, we make our decision for what we're going to eat before we go. And we often split a meal. So rather than go in and open the menu and look at, particularly this time of year, all the pies oh, and all the things yeah, that, they've, you know, that, they, that they've got there to tempt you, um, we just take our menus and slide them aside and order what we know that we're going to So, you know, get. at a Thanksgiving meal or a gathering like that, it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. You know it's pretty much going to be there. Right. Um, and if you can decide ahead of time what you're going to have and just stay, you know, Pre-planning really does help. You're so right. That is so true. In fact, that's why some of those things that we see, the Groupons that go through, you can buy 28 days' worth of food. And exactly. the the thing that works about some of that is the pre-planning, mm-hmm. that before I get into the place of starvation or temptation or craving, I'm going to make my decision here while, exactly. while I'm in my right mind and I'm not given to... The, the screaming of, I call it my flesh, you know, right. screaming and, and demanding. No, my spirit, my mind is going to take control and say, this is what I'm doing. Right. And I do. I have 10 pounds that I'd like to lose. And, you know, for someone that might not seem like a lot. But um, it, for me, it's like it's exactly that very thing. It's like if I go to a restaurant and I order something, one thing that I'll do is I'll cut it in half unless I'm splitting. Mm-hmm. But I'll cut the meal in half and just slide half of that food right over to the side. 
You know See, what God, I didn't know? I don't I don't trust myself. You trust yourself more what, than I do. Yeah, I didn't know you could do this until she told me. I, I asked them back in the kitchen to cut the meal in half, put half of it in a box, and box half of it for me and only bring half of it to the table. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Because, yeah. um, and I, because, well, first of all, I, I believe that, um, personally, just for myself, I believe that all, all food is good and there's not good food and bad food. And mm-hmm. when I want to eat something that I really like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I want to eat that, but I I don't necessarily want to eat all of it or all of it right now So because right. that might not be good for me. So I just have them box it in the back and say put half of it in the box, bring the box to me because I don't trust myself necessarily to not be able to dive in. Oh, yeah. Well, well yeah. It's, it's a theory. I, I, I yeah. often spin the plate and eat the other half while I'm still sitting there. So, but you're totally. exactly right. If you can get that box right away and just get it right out of yeah, there, that's... and you'll be surprised if you drink water, too, afterwards, oh, yeah. how full – and satisfied, you really can feel well, a lot even of our before. eating. Yeah, I, I've tried yeah. to start doing that now, drinking a bottle of water before I eat. Okay. I eat way too fast. I I really scarf my food down too fast. But I find that generally half my meal will fill me anyway. American portions tend to be very very large, and um, and this is oh for Thanksgiving. What works for me is to take a very small amount of um, whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But just really small amounts, and telling myself, I tell myself, you go back for more if you want. You mm-hmm. go back for more, yeah, but I just put good. tiny little amounts on my plate, except for the mashed potatoes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I get my mashed potatoes, yes. and then if I if I do make up my mind later that I want to go back, but generally I'll get engrossed in conversation, or mm-hmm. but I do tend to eat way more, way less um, at something like Thanksgiving or Christmas then because yeah. I've just taken those small amounts and. Um, about my mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. and I often don't go back for the bigger amount. That's you're right. Sure. I've done that too. And one thing that I, I've learned to do is that when I want, because like you, I love pancakes. I love all things bread. So donuts, cinnamon rolls, oh, pancakes. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And then right after that is ice cream and <laughs> yep. all ice cream. <laughs> yep. So, but what I'll say to myself is, you eat the healthy thing first, and then if you still really, really want that, you can have a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. So when I go in the restaurant, I'll order the salad first, or I'll order whatever's healthy and good. Just yeah. did this yesterday. I really want the pancakes that are on that breakfast bar over there. But I ordered healthy instead, and I didn't use the I didn't go to the breakfast bar because then you can eat all you want. That's right, and have as much as you want. Way better to order a meal instead of do a buffet. Buffet, and so once I was full, I was so thankful that I chose the small baby step towards my goal versus saying, "Oh, it's just you know." I'll wait till after. I'll wait till yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, There's also something that. I don't know if it's tips for dieting tips or whatever, but I don't like the word, the D word. Yeah. I don't really do that. It's a live it. It's not yeah. a diet. Um, ooh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, is dip your fork in salad dressing before you buy Have your dressing on the side. Mm-hmm. And it works. If you just dip your fork in the dressing, it's a, it's a, it tastes like you're getting dressing on your salad without all the extra dressing. With, with all the extra. And those can, little small steps like that, they really do. They make the difference. Yep. They cut the calories in half. They bring yep. it down. And it's a slight edge. You know, for people, small little adjustments, little shifts like that make all the difference in the they world. They really do. Yeah. When I was trying to focus on weight loss a, a number of years ago, I just took my – I took the foods that I loved – and I inventoried them, and I took the healthy foods that I loved, and I just added more of those to my menus. And I took the um, the foods that were not so healthy that I loved, and I tried to find healthier ways of eating those. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've just focused more like fresh berries are in my diet all the time, 
and more fish and and I eat a lot more of but I, I'm always eating stuff that I love and then the stuff that um, is you know t- people tend to think of as bad food um, like like donuts or whatever I just I t- kind of tend to schedule those things into and and kind of do it with portion control but I still eat donuts I still eat all that kind of stuff I just eat it I don't have to eat it all now mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I could eat half a donut now and I can eat the other half next week or mm-hmm. whatever and I can still have my donut very well. yeah they you know, <laughs> oh yeah donuts be very well so does so does cake <laughs> yes I guess so does cake so does most foods that I love <laughs> yeah but that's a good thing that's, that's a great tip and I think you know for those of the people that are driven by the scale and a number on a scale your identity is so much more than that but these really are healthy things that we can do for our life because you there are certain things that we do need to make sure we're putting into our body and yeah. other things that we should avoid well, for me, it was a health decision. I got very, very sick in 1999, and at that point, I was 70 pounds overweight. So for me, it was my my eating was a was a choice to try to really press into health. And so, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had to find a way that was. You said, you know, not a diet; it's a live it. Mm-hmm. I had to find a way that I could live with it. I did. I didn't want to find a diet. I wanted to find a way that I could eat a lifestyle for the rest of the mm-hmm. the rest of my life. So that was just mm-hmm. a way that worked for me. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Well, those those that's Great dialogue, you guys, and it was all free because we were not even we're going to be talking about that necessarily today. But um, that's a great tip, and I think that you know, for some of the ladies that are listening right now, they might feel exactly like we do. You get through the holidays, and you feel like nothing's fitting, Mm -hmm. and I don't look good, and I don't feel good about myself, and that's where you know, okay, there's this balance. You have to lose weight for you. Mm-hmm. To, because you need to feel good, right. but you but you can't be obsessed by it either. And right. you know, in our culture, we love thin and we idolize beauty, and we're a culture that celebrates and and values and rewards the thin right. people mm-hmm. of life. And that, how realistic is that? Not very few of us are walking around looking like that. So, be healthy, eat good. Enjoy what you're eating, though. Mm-hmm. And how about this, since we're on this subject just for a moment, because eating is part of the equation, but Absolutely. exercising or moving or being yeah. fit is the other part of the equation, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Why can't I see your lips moving? I can't understand what you're saying. I don't know. <laughs> I, see, I see you saying something, but you hear me. I lost it right there. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry, there's some frequency problem. For me, I, I hated exercise, um, which was you know, part of my struggle, but, you know, when you did, I got, I was diagnosed with diabetes and all these things all at the same time. And so I, I knew, again, this was a health thing. I had mm-hmm. to, I had to start getting moving. So, you know, if you told me that I had to go start running or doing all these things, I, I was, it was so depressing to me. The thought <laughs> of exercise was a four letter word, but back then curves was very popular. And oh, yeah. this was what was wonderful to me. I, I joined Curves with my daughter, and I could still do the whole Curves workout and talk. (laughs) My daughter and I went to Curves, and it worked for me because it was social time with my daughter, which was the most important thing. Mm -hmm. I I keep coming back to people finding things that work for them. For some people, it will be running or walking or swimming or for me. And then I went through a period of time when I couldn't afford Curves anymore, and it simply became I lived in a 3,000-square-foot house, Mm -hmm. And it became walking up and down my stairs a certain number of times a day and simply making, because I was a caregiver for 
um, for parents. And so mm-hmm. I just made myself do laps in my house and got a pedometer and tried and basically said, just be more active, do this more. Mm-hmm. And so it became that simple. That's that's good. You just like what we were talking about, little tricks when you're yeah. eating. If you'll just make these small little baby steps, you can change yep. really the course. For me, I you know, I, I like to be active and I like to move around, but one of the tricks that I do with exercise is I don't have time in the morning, but I do squats while I brush my teeth. <laughs> so you know that I you take some <laughs> coordination. But you okay. know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Please don't start. I lost both of these guys. It's a tip. It works. Uh, I I have to do a squat. I would have to hold on to multiple objects. And the toothbrush would just, I don't even know where that would end up. Okay, so maybe that's not for everybody. But I, a few years ago, I decided that. You know, I was always, um, after having babies and I had surgeries and stuff, you know, I was kind of frail. You know, I wasn't strong. I didn't have a lot of muscle tone. So I have really been working on muscle tone, lifting some weights and doing squats and doing (laughs) (laughs) These guys don't believe me. So last year, two years ago, I learned how to water ski, and I was always told, you'll ne- you don't have the strength, you don't have the strength, you'll oh, never you, get up. Get and I was doing it with some other people who were the same my age, and none of them could learn. They couldn't get up because they didn't have any strength. So I got up. Yeah, Just saying. Did. Yeah, you did. Watch why you brush your teeth. I, I will have to go to plan, some plan B that does not involve with a toothbrush. <laughs> Well, you can sit on the toilet backwards and write thank you notes. That's a time-saving tip. That's coming. Oh, that's to, funny. Coming to I you from the tank. Yeah, on the tank. That's awesome. Yeah, or any other office work. You can make your to-do list. You know, I'm all about the multitasking. I hate to think what would come next after that. So many things. Oh man. Well, you know, the important thing is, is that you find something. I like what you're saying. Something that works for you. So clearly, I'm not going to catch you doing squats while you brush <laughs> no, your teeth. No. But I might catch you taking a walk around the mailbox or, mm-hmm. you know, taking yeah. a slow. But but stay active of some sort, moving, because, man, I'll tell you what, when you rest, you rest. Yep. Well, there you have it. There you have it. <laughs> You're taking extra rest. time when you go to do your grocery shopping, just budget an extra 15 minutes to do a couple laps around I used the to do store that before, before, you, do, this, before would, you grab the groceries. Yeah, I would yeah, go yeah. with her, mm-hmm. and then I would just walk in, in the store, which mm-hmm. you can really do that in a grocery store. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah. Those, those things matter. So I wrote a devotional not too long ago, and I had to laugh at myself because I entitled it Baby Steps. And you can see that at the freedomgirlsisterhood.com. But baby steps, we always think about these changes in our life that they're going to happen through some big quantum leap, some uh, all of a sudden this big windfall happens, and we went from where we were to where we wanted to be in just one moment. And forget the space in between. We just somehow we got translated to this desired location called destiny. Well, we know it doesn't work that way. It works with baby steps. I had to laugh while I was writing it because it's, my favorite comedy is the movie What About Bob? Mm-hmm. You guys have you seen that, that movie? And, the, and Dr. Leo Marvin oh, says, so you know, there's this groundbreaking book out there called, uh, uh, here it is, uh, Baby Steps. Of course, he wrote the book. But he gives it to Bob, and the whole you know thing of the book is 
taking small incremental steps, which when added together over time actually do lead you to your desired result. That is the truth. Small baby steps. And the, the author of the book, Slight Edge, I think his name is Jeff. I, it'll come to me. But the, the book, Slight Edge, taking these small baby steps every day, many times a day, you have a decision. Am I going to do this little bitty thing, this little bitty tweak of get me the box and box it up before you bring me my food? That's a small baby step that leads you towards your goal. Over time you do that or you just dip your fork in the salad dressing, but over time what you have is you are way closer to your goal. Baby steps work against you too. Small baby steps, incremental steps in the wrong direction, in a negative way. Ooh, good. All of a sudden, one morning, you wake up and you say, how did I get here? Yep. Or how did this happen? You didn't just slip. You didn't relapse suddenly. Mm-hmm. You lapsed yes. long before you relapsed. You were mm-hmm. taking baby steps, small little things that you didn't think were going to add up. But they do, don't they? They certainly do. Absolutely. They certainly do. Um, I... I find I'm I'm a great believer in in church, as in like we get up and we go, we look each other face to face, and we worship together. Mm-hmm. We have accountability, and you talked about this family thing. Mm-hmm. I think that oftentimes people find themselves stepping away from church in baby steps because um, they they find themselves distancing themselves um, for lots of for for many many reasons. Mm-hmm. But you may find yourself you know five years out from church, right? Because it came in it, it came in baby steps. Yes. Um and that that distance of that I that isolating that isolating from people um without face to face accountability that that really can can be a detrimental thing in our in our spiritual lives. That accountability that we get in 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 body life is is really important. Um mm-hmm. going going accountable with somebody in real time and space is something that we really need. So those baby steps, um, they, they can hit in a, in a lot of different ways in a lot of different places. Um, that's just one that came to mind for me. That's that's true, though, because people say, even with backsliding, you know, I didn't mean to do this. We say sin always takes you further than you wanted to go, last longer than you wanted to stay, mm-hmm. and cost more than you wanted to spend. Mm-hmm. Well, those are those were baby steps in the negative, go working against you, small incremental backsliding. And it, and it really can happen without you even knowing it. Um, I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, and you try and warn a friend if you see them heading that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you may want to, like, take it a little slow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the accountability. Mm-hmm. It's when you see someone who's heading down the wrong road, if you love them. Mm-hmm. You know, is that some, that old story about the frog? If you take a frog in a pan of boiling water and the frog jumps in the boiling water, he's going to feel it and get right out. Right. But if you take that same frog and put him in a pan, right, of the lukewarm water and you just turn the flame up and it gradually grows, he will stay in that pan until he's cooked to death. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times when things begin with our rationalization, um, I come back to self-talk because I think it's so important. There's not a thing that we ever do that doesn't begin with our telling ourselves something in our head first and telling ourselves that it's okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, rationalizing um, and telling ourselves that, you know, it's it's okay. You know, um, so there's this guy from a few years back. You know, it was a guy that um, I actually was in, kind of engaged to at one point around okay. the time, and mm-hmm. the phone call came. You know, mm-hmm. and you know hadn't seen each other in in years. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, well, you know, what are you doing, Joe? You know, where, where are you in life? And um, 
you know, exploring what I was doing. I'd heard from him twenty years. And uh, you know, his marriage had broken up and baby step. Mm-hmm. You right. know setting, mm-hmm. exactly. we talked about mm-hmm. walls and about mm-hmm. tending fences mm-hmm. and about those baby steps can often take us in, in a direction that leads us toward infidelity in our marriages or to other other kinds of decisions that just are, are wrong in relationships because mm-hmm. we think that this first step is mm-hmm. it's okay to go see an old friend or right. to 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 go out to dinner with in this situation and then we begin the baby steps end up mm-hmm. leading us into a, a place that we never believed we ever could end up ever thought we'd go. Yep. That's one of the words of deception in the Hebrew language. The word means one bite at a time, so to speak, or one little thing at a time. It's deception always has a thread of truth in it. Otherwise it wouldn't deceive you. And so when the tempter came, when Satan came, he had threads of truth in his story, but they were lies. But there was small pieces. So that's what, with baby steps, our rationalizations that we have, things that are working against us. We're telling ourselves a piece of the truth or what we believe to be the truth or something that is palatable to us, but the deception, we've just deceived ourselves. And, and now here we are, one step further away from our dream, our goal, our holiness, whatever it is, with God, and we're we're moving off center. It's really a hard thing. I mean, I've been there. I've done that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's hard when you're that person, mm-hmm. and you've backed yourself into a corner, mm-hmm. and you're without anybody now, and you know, it's. But sometimes God uses that place. Ah. It's very productive right there. Mm-hmm. Fertile ground, you know, for, for real growth. So, Well, that was so great. I enjoyed my time with those girls. And I hope you heard something there that that's a place, that tough place, that dark place, that isolated and kind of difficult place where God can really do some great work in our life. And today, as you're listening to this, that may be exactly where you are. You may find yourself in such a tight squeeze, in a hard place, a place of resistance and warfare, a place where it feels like everything is coming against you. But I want to encourage you to look up because that's exactly the place that God can do a miracle. When we are out of strength, we are out of our mind, we are out of tools, we are out of know-how, that's when God can move in and do amazing things. So whatever it is that you need from God, I want you to reach up right now and recognize that he's reaching down to you, ready to grab a hold of you and pull you up, ready to open up your hand and fill it with the finest of things, the tools that you need for breakthrough right now. Will you just pray with me tonight? Jesus, we trust you. It's not always easy to do, but, Lord, we trust you. We trust your character and your goodness. We trust your know-how and your ways. We trust your wisdom. We trust your love. We just fall back into the wonderful arms of you right now, Lord God, and we say carry us and hold us and strengthen us when we can't do it ourselves. Whether we have reached goals or whether we feel like a dismal failure, whether we're overweight or so underweight because we can't eat anything, whether we've graduated from the finest of educational facilities or whether we barely made it through the eighth grade and we feel like we can't do anything. God, you have a plan and a purpose for each one of our lives. And tonight, Lord, we take it 
we take you by your word. We stand on faith and say, God, you're not done with me yet. You're faithful to complete what you've begun. I will be free. I will live large. I will have your purpose and your plan for my life. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Jesus is at work in my life doing amazing things, and I'll settle for nothing less. Today, receive that in Jesus' name. God loves you. We love you. I hope to see you again real soon. This is your Freedom Coach, Don Scott Damon and the Freedom Girls Sisterhood, and I hope we see you next week.
being falsely represented.
Right. 